0: the novel coronavirus. That's right. Yeah. But apart from all the kids are doing it these days. Mm. Getting
1: the novel coronavirus. Yeah, it's a thing it's a thing that we all like to get. Um Mm -hmm. the the novel coronavirus. Everyone's talking about it. Um this is kind of uh, like uh weirdly the Omicron stuff has given me like a weird sense of optimism in the sense of like it seems like everyone's got it in the space of a week and you yeah. sort of feel like that's kind of not sustainable. Like that—that's got to be kind of virus end game at that point, when like everyone's got it at the same time.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Although on the other hand, people uh, are saying, "Oh, it's it's very mild, right? Mm. Like it's this is the the trade off is that everybody gets it. It's very easy to get, but it's it's more sort of mild in symptoms. Mm. If if it feels like this, then Jesus Christ, what were the non mild ones like? Hmm.
2: Well, I got the non-mild version of the first one in March 2020, and I thought I was going to die. So, yeah,
0: because you love getting the novel coronavirus,
2: it's like it's like my hobby at this point.
0: Mm. Yeah, G- being like a sommelier for like different strains of the novel coronavirus. Yeah, <laughs> except you can't like, smell
1: or taste anything. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if it still, if I still had a hinge profile, it would say. Don't even talk to me until I've had my novel coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's what I start the day that's with. Right. That's right. <laughs> nice, nice little sip. Yeah. Nice little, nice little drink. Nice little.
1: Yeah, that's right. Breakfast of champions. Absolutely. Hmm.
2: That's right. The
1: novel coronavirus of champions. Yeah. Um, oh man, it's uh, yeah. The the brain fog is quite is quite real from the novel coronavirus. Mm. Um, Mm. But we're not, this isn't the, this isn't the virology podcast. This isn't the, contrary to popular belief, this isn't the- shit, I'm in the wrong room, (laughs) sorry, excuse me. Contrary to popular belief, this isn't the COVID-19 sommelier podcast. Um, (laughs) This is the podcast where we uh, don't talk about the the hits 90s sitcom Seinfeld. (laughs)
0: Um, yeah, I watched a whole episode of hit ninety sitcom Seinfeld for you guys again.
2: That's friendship. For that you. is
1: absolutely, absolutely. That's the podcasters' curse. We're all locked in here together with Seinfeld and the novel coronavirus. <laughs> um, yeah. So
2: now the que- now the question is: is did we time this just so exactly right that our Christmas episode happens to be a Seinfeld Christmas episode? Oh yeah. Or. Mm. Did the heavens themselves smile down upon us? You will never know.
1: Yeah. So anyway, welcome to Masters of Our <laughs> Domain, a podcast which is allegedly about the hit 90s sitcom Seinfeld. I'm Milo the web with someone who's never seen Seinfeld, but has very much seen the novel coronavirus. And I'm joined as ever by my co-host Phoebe Roy.
2: Hello.
1: Yeah, she said it slightly differently this week. Uh, Very sort of like phlegmatic. Hello.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: She's got to get her humours back in check. Too much. That's right. Too much phlegm.
2: I've been, I've been trying to come up with, uh, with coronavirus nicknames for George, um, who has also been struck down, and one of them was uh, was Fleming Attlee. <laughs> Um... So okay. quite, quite, mm-hmm. quite pleased with that. Oh. Um. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. I, I. see. I see where you're going with yeah. that. Um. And <laughs> see where we're going. With uh, that. We are. <laughs> we are joined by a very special guest, friend of the show, Alice Caldwell-Kelly. <laughs> How are you doing?
0: <laughs> Hi. How's it going? I feel fucking terrible. Uh. And I'm. I'm here having watched my second episode of Seinfeld ever.
1: Yeah, we're doing a curated series of Seinfeld episodes. Non-exactly, it's like a
0: little tasted me- a little tasting menu.
1: Yeah, exactly. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I think that's how mm. I prefer to enjoy Seinfeld. To be honest,
0: the the the, the COVID nineteen sommelier, but for Seinfeld episodes, that is this podcast has like given mm. me a little sort of amuse-bouche, and I've mm. now seen a second Seinfeld episode.
2: Was your bouché mused?
0: I was I was I was a little bit amused by, a by this bit in amused. the boost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit amused. Yeah.
2: Okay, cool.
1: Gently, gently amused. Um, yeah. I love
2: that. I love this episode personally. That's my that's my feedback. I thought it was a good one. I enjoyed it. Um, and it is and it is a, a Christmas one. So if we could, could we insert some bells there. Some bells, Milo. Bells, <laughs> gonna
3: need some like
0: one extremely like plague-ridden
1: <laughs> sounding bell noise to kind of like bring out your dead <laughs> Christmas bell. Mm.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, can they we should just really like merge
1: that? the two, shouldn't they? I think
0: Christmas yeah. should become well, a that's, plague that's holiday. That's the promise. That's the promise of the Omicron variant.
1: Mm. Yeah, they're making it all happen. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so we open we opened with a bit um, where Jerry is, Jerry is taking no prisoners. He's going in on the concept of catwalk fashion shows. and uh, Yeah, those models, they've had it too easy for too long. They have. Mm-hmm. It's too easy being hot. Um, and so <laughs> he, he's saying that, you know, why are you going to a fashion show to look at a woman? Pretty sus. <laughs>
0: Well like his thing was that like the, being being a model isn't talent. Talent is the ability to like corral all of these models in the same place. Mm.
2: Mm.
0: Which mmm mm. mm,
1: mm. Dunno about that one personally. Yeah.
2: It's not a joke which has aged terribly well. Yeah,
1: Jerry's like, the real talent is being Epstein.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say that was
0: Jeffrey Epstein's like angle, right? Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Mmm. Going up okay, to mo- well, going up to a model like oh if you're so smart why aren't you Jeffrey Epstein? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ever had your foot massaged on your own plane? Didn't think so. basically <laughs> closed. No,
2: I don't think so. This is another. This is a clear cut. Uh, Jerry doesn't understand other people's jobs and in industries. Mm. Like this is at, cut like cut and dried. Uh, his objection to the to the catwalk walk. Uh, is if anything uh a uh, baroque as an objection hmm. because why does he why does it bother him that models turn back around and walk back the other way what does he hmm. what's his suggestion what's his alternative that they just carry on walking and just like a kind of like, like oh, a kind of queue fu- of like kind Futurist. of queue of lemmings <laughs> Futurist
0: Jerry Seinfeld you have a, a a catwalk that's a sort of terminating vista oh yeah the models just continue past you like in, it, onto infinity mm.
1: Mm. yeah and they're throwing ball bearings at
2: you I got like like, <laughs> sort of pictured it like a kind of yo sushi conveyor belt ah
1: okay yeah like if you
2: don't ah. like if you don't like catch Aaron O'Connor like that's like is it it's too late I don't know why I chose Erin O'Connor. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Getting there. It was
2: the first model that came into my head and I suppose she was like she was like a model at the time.
1: Yeah. The little the little pot with Naomi Campbell in it goes by on the on the conveyor belt and you open it and immediately yeah. get hit in the face by a mobile phone. And you're like, yeah. oh,
2: no. And then if you turn the pot upside down, there are some conflict diamonds taped to the bottom, but she's got no idea how they got there.
1: I don't know, there's a Wait, Naomi what? Campbell scandal I didn't know.
0: No, I'm learning about this also. Naomi,
2: Naomi Campbell um, was questioned in the trial of uh, Charles Taylor, the dictator of Liberia. Oh wow! Okay. Huh. Um, and for, for reasons amongst them, that she had been given this little this little pouch of diamonds by him, mm-hmm. and when questioned about them, she I can't remember whether she said that she'd been given them, but she didn't know what they were. Or that she'd been given them, and then had forgotten, and either is equally funny
1: <laughs> yeah, it's good when you don't have just to know knowing what diamonds are either yeah, is funny. exactly yeah um, yeah, that is uh I
2: like the idea of just being like just forgetting that you've got a little pouch of diamonds. Mm. Mm.
1: It's good in it. Yeah. It's like when you, find the, that you got from Charles jacket. Taylor. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah.
2: yeah. That's that, that, exactly. That, that, that kind what of like tainted
0: like. a bit. If you see like uh, Charles Taylor has been arrested for like many many crimes against humanity, and you're just holding on to your little like little pouch of diamonds, just like oh, they're probably going to want me to give these
1: back. I don't. Mm. <laughs> just like finding your little pouch of t- diamonds that Charles Taylor has left you because he's a romantic. You know.
3: <laughs> just like in
1: the just being like, Oops. in the little like sun visor of your car and just like thinking of you, Charles X.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: respect that guy. Yeah, not a lot of people know this, but um Leonardo DiCaprio's character in Blood Diamond was actually based on the life of Naomi Campbell. <laughs> <sighs> just,
2: just goes to show Hollywood racism yet again. Mm-hmm, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, playing Naomi Campbell, disgusting. It, it was
0: between him
1: and Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> okay, Hollywood is now doing like uh, Shakespeare rules, where they're not even they're not even just getting like uh, you know white people to play non-white people, but they're also getting men to play women. Like we're not having any women actors. Yep. <laughs> 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 we're going we're going old school, baby.
2: Yeah, Blood Diamond is technically a pantomime. <laughs> <laughs> this,
0: this, is, this is very much up there with the time that I found myself inexplicably saying that Chicken Run was an anime. <laughs>
3: um,
0: In a sense. It made a lot of people very angry with that one. I don't know what I meant, and I, I, I've, just, I've committed to that bit now. I have to stand by it for the rest of my life.
2: Who did you anger? Was it anime anime fans or Chicken Run fans? Because I, think, I bet both are pretty yeah, easy to anger. Yeah,
0: I think it was more of a sort of like an area of effect, like everyone within like, earshot of the phrase, Chicken Run is an anime mm. became
1: profoundly angry. Oh, it was like a so Manchurian like... candidate <laughs> activation phrase but that works on anyone. Exactly, anyway.
2: exactly.
0: Yeah. I mean, That's... I mean, the real thing is the Chicken Run isn't just an anime, Chicken Run is an isekai. Um...
2: I don't know what that means.
0: Mm. Listen, I, it's funnier <laughs> if I don't explain it. But okay. know that like one in, say, one in fifty of your of your listenership is is now like activated and is okay. y- you know now sort of googling my address
1: and also where to buy a gun. They're on the yeah. Okay. They're on their way to dig up Ted Kennedy and then shoot him. <laughs>
2: Talking about Ted Kennedy again. This is two for two. <laughs> we need to stop talking about Ted Kennedy. <laughs> We've got until the end
1: of the pier to finish discussing Ted Kennedy.
2: <laughs> I think about I think of it like a kind of like a like a kind of almost like an exclusion zone of mm. people that you can make mad by saying different things around a May.
0: What is a pier if not a long model catwalk?
2: Yes, that's oh, right. That is true. Yeah, that's why everyone it's on South like End if-
1: Pier is so hot. Absolutely.
2: For if Poseidon wants to hold a fashion show, he's got to drown the models first.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Mm, That's right.
2: As is my understanding.
1: That's more or less how it works. All right, so...
2: That's more or less how it um, works.
1: We open in Jerry's apartment. Um, George is, um, you know, uh, like a... Like a like a wife or daughter of Greek tragedy, doing doing some lamenting, begriming his face, rending his garments uh, about the loss, uh,
2: <laughs> things of that nature. Yeah, about yes. the loss
1: of his beloved Susan, you know, he's saying things like "ay ay feo feo," you know, things of that nature. Um, mm-hmm. And
2: he's and he's bald, so he could well have shorn his scalp, mm. true, like the Scythians. Yep, absolutely.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's why men go bald because like they're always just lamenting.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is a side effect of lamentation.
1: Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Um, so.
2: The cheery rarely bald. Mm. I, I, I didn't want to have to say that, but. It true. I'm yes. ba- very fond of my bald brothers, but, you know, less lamentation. You'd hold on to that. I hope
1: my bald brothers <laughs> feel the same like me. <laughs> um, reference to Speak the Hungarian Rapper there. Um uh, yeah, so then, he's going on about Susan, uh, Jerry and Elaine are like, you didn't even like Susan. Um. Yes, but, like, the, the absence
0: has made him sort of, like, miss her more. Mm-hmm. And he's gone from, like, dreading her and, like, hating going up the steps to her apartment because it's not really clear why he's, like, so, so, you know. You just stands he um, stairs.
1: He's just lazy. Y-
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. Um. But but now this is like the, this horrible association for him because he's he's traumatized by
1: the loss mm. of Susan. Yeah, mm. yeah. The loss of Susan sounds like a pretentious novella. Hmm. Yeah. Sounds much like, like, much like the COVID nineteen <clears throat> pandemic. <It> sounds like <laughs> a
2: novella coronavirus. <laughs> mm,
1: hey, absolutely. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, um,
2: right. So Jerry
1: and Elaine then suggest that he goes and has a therapy session with Elaine's friend Donna. Um. Who Elaine says it's very good. Uh, Jerry uh, tells everyone that he's going on on a date with the model Tia that he met on the plane. Um, And uh, Elaine is going on a date with uh, Fred, the religious guy. Um, Mm. I I love the details. Which religion
0: never specified? No, yeah. Could be anything. He could be in, like, Heaven's Gate. (laughs) Yeah, that would be cool.
2: (laughs) He's a a divine light missionary.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Big Scientologist. Massive. Yeah, Heaven's Gate away team... Believer and member, Fred.
2: Elena's Elaine is, Elena's Elaine is gonna get involved in one of those like Moony mass weddings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's like that's like a bonus episode, actually. So most people have never seen it.
1: That would that would be quite funny if like that he turns out to be a Jehovah's Witness, and then like the crux of why the date goes wrong is like, how am I supposed to know they can't have blood transfusions? <laughs> 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 Just doing a little transfusing at the table. Suddenly, <laughs> it's a problem. Um, oh, it's
2: transfusing. Hmm. Yeah,
1: I abso- hmm. accidentally went to the blood transfusion themed restaurant. <laughs> That's right. Where well, they, they, run, they run everything into you intravenously. <laughs> Give me that intravenous custard. <coughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, Elaine is trying to design a Christmas card, and Kramer offers to take her picture using his equipment. Um, in his apartment uh, to take. Her. Yeah, and Jerry
0: vouches for him crucially. Yeah, uh, Jer- Jerry's like, no, he he he's good at what he does. He's good at photography. He he can take your Christmas card he picture, takes a
2: good picture. Mm. But she she gets this she gets this idea from Tia, the model who has sent Jerry a picture a Christmas card with a picture of her on it. Mm. Like, I just would like to interject annoying here. Annoying person just, shit.
1: Just, mm.
2: just, this is real annoying person shit.
0: I think you can what? get away with it if you're a model. Like, if, if it's literally, like, you have this commercial sort of incentive to show everybody what you look like, then sure, but fine. But if
2: you're sending them a Christmas card, they know what you look like. Just in case
0: they forgot, you know. In case
2: they, in case they forgot, in case yeah. they can't look at, like, an ad that you're in, Yeah. Or for, whatever.
0: Well, like, I, I feel like it's also, like, partly, like, a job, uh, like, it's fishing for jobs, right? Like, for your consideration, Uh, check out how I look.
2: So you think it's like a, like a business card? Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly.
2: I think that makes mm-hmm. it worse because it's combining
0: as it's not the spirit of Christmas. Greetings. I don't yeah. think it's
2: the. I don't think it's the spirit of Christmas. The spirit of Christmas is getting a bunch of people in the same sect that you're in and all getting married and then killing yourself. That's the spirit <laughs> of Christmas.
0: Yeah, but after, like, before you do that, what you want to do is get uh, send out Christmas cards in one of those like big packs of like fifty Christmas cards, where they all have like a little robin or something on the oh, front. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: I love the idea of doing like one of those. Oh, Merry Christmas from all the family! But it's like a picture of you and like all of your like cult wives and husbands.
1: (laughs) Yeah, from me and the sister wives. A really, really long round robin letter about what like 150 people (laughs) have been up to. Um, I really, I really hate when they
0: include that like what we've been up to this year. Letter about how they've gotten married to 50 different women and then killed themselves.
1: Uh, and then it's yeah, like,
2: and it's the dog's so also like, had oh. a kidney
1: stone. <laughs> he seems fine now. S-
2: Someone should uh, write a book collecting those together.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: All of the people in different cults that you know and their Christmas round robin letters. Little uh, sideways look at look at that hmm. piercing piercing the uh, piercing the pomposity.
1: Yeah, we love to do that, don't we? Um, of cult membership. I think the real yeah. the real spirit of Christmas is that you know, three guys going on a long journey just to see another bloke. <laughs> that I think sums up the whole yeah. thing.
2: Mm. Yeah, I mean, like I know he's like a famous, but he's a famous bloke. Mm. I mean, really famous the nativity
1: after the fact Yeah, though. because of his dad. That's
2: true, but the <laughs> yeah oh yeah, yeah. the original nepotism yeah. case another, yet another <laughs> wikipedia blue link guy
3: yeah. <laughs> just
2: yeah. look just... at who his dad is all come clear
0: yeah I, I saw this thing about how he had like uh, you know gone to heaven for like all of our sins but then it's. I see that he has started out with a loan from his dad's god
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> like
0: yeah. yep uh-huh it's always there always, so, always. Mm-hmm.
2: heard that he uh he went to private school so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I think we can safely yeah, he went withdraw. to Christ's hospital <laughs> <laughs> or as he called it my supporter?
1: hospital <laughs>
0: <laughs> Christ's hospital is a fucking weird place even by public school standards oh, yeah.
1: so. my, my favourite
2: uh, detail my, is one that of Tyo fr- Cruz one of my friends went there, went there. Mm. Yeah, true. Your One of my friends Tire went there Cruise. and their uniform was insane. My, <laughs> um, my, yeah, my friend Tyre Cruz and also another friend. Mm. Um, And the, and the uniforms were really stupid. Really stupid looking.
0: Yeah, sort of like a 15th century sort of yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. They, hmm. they had to wear
2: these little, like, little, sort of stupid, like, kind of like velvet frock coats, like a castrati. It was very funny.
1: Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, and they
1: do castrate you I was going to say go something there. about
2: cults. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, and
1: they do castrate you if you go there. So,
2: well, I, I just now like quite like the idea. Of, oh, like, why did why like,
1: they go to Dulwich College?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it's the only way to get a free orchiectomy in the UK.
2: <laughs> it's where they where they put all the dull witches.
0: That's right. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Um, yeah, I just like the idea of <laughs> Jesus showing up
1: boring to bed. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> that's right. Um, of of Jesus showing up in like New Zealand or whatever, just being like, "Don't you mean my church?" Mm. <laughs> Very good. That's my church.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and you know the Duke of Wellington showing up in New Zealand, like uh, I think you'll find this is I in think my you'll boot. Find. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, that
2: is right. Uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, so they go to see a famous baby. It's the first first influencer meet up in history. Yeah. mm Hmm. They've been watching his YouTube channel, yeah, and they've developed a weird parasocial relationship with him. And they show up with presents.
3: Mm. Mm.
2: And then one of them sends him a really weird message, being just like just a bit over familiar and a bit rude, just a bit, mm, just a bit much. Not sure about the wise yeah.
1: men. I don't understand the etiquette You're of not being sure a fan at
2: all. I don't think it's fair no. to write
0: off all three of them because of one of them having a bit of a weird message. You know,
2: I don't know. I think it's pretty weird to turn up with myrrh.
0: Uh, maybe that's,
2: that's that's weird.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna oil yeah. this child. You know, I, I've, yeah. I've looked at this child and I've considered it doesn't have enough like fragrant oils.
2: Yeah, and it's like a it's like a tomb oil as well, isn't it? Myrrh.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's like it's like an ill-starred present. It's like. It's like bringing lilies to a wedding. Like you just, it's just not, it's just not done. It's mm. just not being Dumb done. Guy.
1: Dumb guy at at the birth of Jesus, who's like, you know, frankincense is actually the name of the scientist. <laughs> <laughs> uh So George begins uh singing love songs about Susan, and then Jerry is like, yeah. I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Um. Yeah. And Then cut to uh, Jerry and
2: I think this is very relatable that he mm. he he only mm. what like he only wants her now. Now he's that he got post breakup madness. Yeah. yeah, he's got he's got post breakup madness, and this can very easily turn into as it does him actively trying to get her back, even though he doesn't want her. And yeah, it's, it's a it's a very relatable little little peccadillo from sure. Costanza.
0: Sure, he wants he wants the thing that he can't have.
2: Yeah. But also he's like willing to put in a lot of effort into getting the thing that he doesn't want, Mm -hmm. which again, I've, Mm.
1: that is unusual.
2: Yep. I've been, no, I've been there, Mm. Mm. man. Because like it, because it's not so much that you want them. It's more the idea that they don't want you.
3: No, no, it is, is unacceptable. <laughs>
2: oh, no, you, hang on. you hang on. We are getting married, my friend. <laughs>
0: yeah, you're going to win them back, marry them, so that you can break up with them, and then they know who's breaking up with who in this relationship.
2: Look, Alice, I'm sitting right here, okay?
1: <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> That's right. That is right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Jerry, Jerry is out with Tia the model uh he takes her back to the apartment he's explaining that he wants to install a tropical fish tank in his apartment um and then she's like isn't that kind of a big commitment all those fish she's like "Ah, well if i don't like them i'll just flush them down the toilet um and uh i think this is the first indicator that she doesn't really get jerry
2: tia sucks she has no chat
1: Mm. zero Mm. I,
2: i i appreciate that she's a hell of a great looking girl but she sucks
0: well, you kind of get a sense from that with the um, with the Christmas card mm. thing, right?
2: Mm. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, she doesn't really have like that much of a sort of like a personality, I guess. Mm.
1: And this is the thing: if you're gonna send a pi- a Christmas card with a picture of you on it, it's there. It by that by that token, that's such a sort of dickhead move that it's actually less of a dickhead move if you send a nude one. That suggests mm. that suggests a degree mm. of playfulness, which isn't there in the like uh, the standard picture of you Christmas card.
0: A, a playful Christmas nude, like you're yeah. you're you're in some way like covered by some like Christmas mm. paraphernalia, holding like you're I've, holding two Christmas puddings. I've got Christmas a lot
2: puddings. of time for the. I've got a lot of time for the Christmas nude. I think that they. I think it's a fun, cute thing to do.
0: Yeah, it's it's sort of like a, a bawdy, you know.
2: Yeah, it is. It's bawdy. It's mm. like. It is so specifically British as well, yeah. and I don't often say things are specifically British because I think whenever anyone comes up with anything, it's always just like, oh,
0: oh yeah, ding, qu- quintessentially ding. British. Yeah. It's just like,
2: yeah, just, it's always just like, oh, the human condition. I see. Um, but that kind of like sort of like exceptionalism, is it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> but that kind of like ambient, like uh, sort of like playful horniness, that yeah. kind of like baldiness I think yeah, that is yeah, yeah. a British thing. To it's complete. Yeah,
2: yeah. It, yeah, it is. It's why British porn is always like. Ah no, no, stop oh, come it. Come on in. Let's have a
3: look at that, <laughs> we oh, that. shall we? <laughs> oh, look at
2: look at that. Oh, you love it, don't you, you dirty cat? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. British <laughs>
0: people can only can only have sex as in the form of a joke. Yeah. Like yeah. Like
2: oh, look at this. Mm. That's that's why carry-on films mm-hmm. are such a kind of colonizer of the British imagination. Dirty
0: Seaside but, postcards. Dirty yeah. Seaside
2: postcards. Christmas news, yeah, like like big, be- like underwear and a Santa hat, is such like it's so specifically because it's like it's com it's horny stripped of the horn, mm. so it's like so it's completely sexless. It's completely chaste boardiness, yeah, which yeah, I yeah, think yeah. is the
1: is the thing a nude in the style of the, Sid the core. James,
2: yeah, <laughs> like it. Anything which you could th- that you could reasonably respond to with
1: "uah," <laughs> <laughs>
2: which for me is anything, yeah, yeah.
1: almost any prompt.
2: Yeah. Milo is great at responding to nudes; he just says "uah." <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> Milo, sort of nineteen fifties Church of England vicar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I remember, like Riley and I once having. His... <laughs> having...
2: <laughs> Sorry, it's just like your pipe like flies up in the <laughs> air. Like... <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Riley and I once had a conversation about like what the funniest thing to respond to a nude with, um, and I think the thumbs up is quite funny. Um, Riley, <laughs> splendid. Riley, Riley, yeah, no. Riley thought it'd be pretty funny to say something like "Yo, no doubt." <laughs> like just, just something
2: slightly nonsensical. Um, one of my uh, one of my friends uh, got broken up with because he responded to a nude with the uh, chick hatching emoji
0: signifying what
2: absolutely no idea and when I asked him he was like I didn't really know what to say like I'm not very good at like that kind mm. of like chat and I just thought it was like cute and I said did she think it was cute and he said well no she broke up with me hatching. they be wait so this was a woman he was going out with like they weren't like they weren't in like a relationship, but they were like they were seeing each other, and oh. she ditched him as a direct yeah, result oh, of the was, chicken.
3: Because
1: hmm. I feel like doing a weird nude response is something that might happen with someone that like you're not seeing, where you've got a nude maybe that you're not expecting or whatever. But if it's someone you're yeah, fucking, yeah. you can just uh, if do the generic on, like, sort you know, of. Yeah, if if you're in the sort of, like, the ground of
0: danger, as it were, if you're just, like, you're not expecting it, there's already weird vibes, yeah, you can absolutely reply with whatever weird shit, like, strikes your fancy, Mm. but if if you're in a relationship of some kind, don't, don't, don't do the chicken hatching.
2: No. Yeah, I think that, I think that's right. Mm. When uh, when me and when me and Georgia first started seeing each other, I sent him a nude, and I'd cut my finger, and so it had a, like, a plaster around my finger. And he responded, "What happened to your finger? Are you okay?" And I was like, "What the f- fuck's sake?" <laughs> <laughs> what happens when you
1: go out with a saintly man?
2: Yeah, you I know. He can't even. He can't even. He can't even see tits. No, to him, they're just like halos.
1: Yeah, and mm-hmm. very appropriate for this uh, for this episode. Um, Indeed. Yeah. So mm. Jerry smells that tea I
2: plan all these. This is all. Yeah,
1: that's right. It's all, Switched, it's all okay. coming of together. Course. Yeah. He, he ah. hears that she's wearing, hears smells that she's wearing this uh, beach smell perfume. And, uh, and then he's like, wait, hang on. That's Calvin Klein. That's uh, my friend had the idea for that perfume, a perfume that makes you smart. Like you've just come off the beach. And he took it to Calvin Klein and they rejected it. I can't believe they stole his idea. At this point, uh, Kramer barges in and Jerry's trying to stop him coming in. He's like holding the door closed. He's like, I just want to borrow your dust buster. And he's like, well, just wait there and I'll go and get it. And then he decides to measure Tia's height by standing back to back with her while Jerry is getting the dust buster.
0: Yeah, no, normal stuff. Normal Kramer yeah. stuff.
1: Regular, just like being a... I love that Like Kramer's personality is just like whatever the weirdest thing a person could do in that situation is he'll do that thing. They're not necessarily yeah. like consistently the same sort of weird thing. Um, it's, it, he's he's pan. No, he's an agent of chaos. <laughs> yeah, the dang joker. Um, mm-hmm. And sort of Jerry comes back and he kind of prizes them apart uh, and Kramer notices the smell. He's like, what is that smell? It's familiar. He leaves and then barges back in and he's like, I know that smell. And then uh, they explain that it's this scent, Ocean by Calvin Klein. Crema is furious. He's like, they're not going to get away with this. Um, lots of exposition. Yeah, and
0: this is where I learned that you can't copyright a scent. Mm. You can't trademark a scent. That's not like a protectable intellectual yep. property. Oh. That's right. There you go. That's
2: why um, you can. Uh, that's why you can make these uh, like. You can like make personalised sense. It's like a kind of like a kind of service that you can you can order and if you find out the exact notes in like a famous smell you can have it made up for somebody but like put their, like, yeah, put their it's, name it's, on it and stuff.
0: yeah it's why I can have a big bottle of Chanel number 5 <laughs>
2: <laughs> well that's what that's what Coco actually wanted to call it because of her you know because, <laughs> yeah, of, her, the, yeah, because of, course. of her sympathies um. Chanel number 5 <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah.
1: It's very it's very funny to to think of someone called Coco being a Nazi, like a Nazi clown, (laughs) like a big Nazi. When you think about it, all Nazis were clowns.
2: That's right. Mm. Those (laughs) those clowns in the Reichstag. Am I right?
0: <laughs> doing, doing like extremely sort of like daily show sort of like comedy at the expense of the Third yeah. Reich and being killed anyway. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Do, do you think there was like there was like really like weak? Have I got Must news to you? Style Must satire like mm. in Nazi Germany. It's like <laughs> so. uh <laughs> Goebbels, <laughs> more like gobbles. Uh, uh, gobbles yeah. Yeah. have I got and news then, like, for Ian you Twitter His- account
1: in Nazi Germany would have been quite something
2: <laughs> like Nazi Ian Hislop smirking oh. in the corner they're
1: all wearing black uniforms but they're just on a satire yeah, Instagram. <laughs> yeah that could be fun ich uh, habe gestudiert auf den Academius Gaulier.
2: <laughs> <laughs> everyone giving everyone giving the Twitter account shit for uh for propelling Hitler to power by like inviting him on to host <laughs>
1: before
2: <laughs> anyone had heard of him.
1: Yeah, who would have guessed that from Hitler's sort of charming and uh buffoonish uh style hosting have I got news <laughs> to you that he'd turn out to be Hitler?
2: Couldn't have guessed. No, no, could not have impossible
1: guessed. Impossible to tell. Yeah. Um so uh george did a very funny picture round though (laughs) it's all pictures of different guys with fake mustaches drawn on um george uh is at dana the therapist's place um and he's uh struggling with the zip on his jacket and she's trying to ask him about this breakup and how he feels about it and he keeps ignoring her and struggling more with the zip and then she's like george forget about the zip yeah, I like this bit. He drags mm-hmm. her down to, to his level
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> because
0: we see her then also become consumed with this <laughs> yeah. fucking zip that will not move.
1: Yeah. And I, I sympathize with George here. When you when you get when you get stuck oh, in yeah, a jacket, absolutely. this is that's all you can think about.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. But like, I-, I like the idea that George is sort of like this cognito hazard, you know, that like, he has these sort of like extremely quotidian sort of concerns and he just infects everyone around yeah. them who he tells about them.
2: Yeah. The novel Costanza virus. Yes, uh, the novel
1: Costanza virus. I wish I had the novel Costanza virus. <laughs> Instead of what I do have, which I cannot yeah, stress no, it's, enough. It's...
2: it's, it's- it's very, very virulent, and there are lots of vectors of transmission. Uh, you just have to be mm-hmm. in the same room as him, and you start start behaving like
0: Well, it. see, most cases of the novel Costanzo virus are asymptomatic, but then every so often you get like a kind of severe
1: like breakthrough case like this. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> you can't actually vaccinate against it.
2: No, mm. no, no, they've tried. They've, they've got scientists all over the world... On it.
1: And it's a bit like herpes, like it's not life-threatening, but it, uh, but you can't but you cure don't, it.
2: You don't want it, no, and no. you do get flare-ups whenever you're stressed.
1: Exactly, <laughs> yeah, and you just suddenly it comes out. Um, you find yourself having Costanza thoughts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So <laughs>
2: is there anything more undignified than being unable to free yourself from a jacket though? I think that's the single most undignified thing that can happen to a person.
0: I would say being unable to free yourself from a dress is more undignified than a jacket specifically, but it's close. Um I can Oh I'm
2: constantly unable to free like I once got stuck in a dress like in a changing room. That was yeah, that Carol was a
0: pretty Smiley. bad thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I. <laughs> Where you can't quite like get your shoulder blades to like contort yeah. in the right way, and you're like you're fighting for your life in that situation. Really, but oh, what yeah. I
2: did was I managed to like kind of half worm out of it. So, mm. but then I, but that that's when it got stuck. So I couldn't reach the zit. But I also couldn't move because it was like trapping my shoulders. So I was like kind of like flinging myself against the kind of changing room wall, like a kind of like a worm. That had been yeah, I had to up. do like
0: 128 hours or whatever it's called. I <laughs> like had to like cut to my run, arm like, off to get like out of this dress.
2: I got a rolled up carpet yeah. and eventually managed to attract the attention of an extremely bored person. Board member of staff who, like, obviously brought two other people with her because it was like the most exciting thing that had happened all day. And they did eventually manage to free me, but then I was obviously, you know, in my underwear in the open bit of the.
3: Mm.
0: Um,
2: yeah, so that so that was a yeah. that was a good a good day. Yeah, there's a, there's sort of
0: this added extra element of peril with a dress too, as opposed <laughs> to a jacket, which is like not only is you know you take the jacket off, you've got whatever you have underneath, whereas a dress is just underwear, right? But also, the dress zip is that much more fragile. If you really like try and force it, you're you're just gonna like rip that, and especially if you haven't like bought it yet, that that's mm. a whole sort of layer of risk added.
2: I've told you both the story of when I went round to a guy I was seeing's house in my underwear with a coat on top, right? Oh, one of you, the classic moves yeah, you've told classic me. You move. the yeah, a bawdy classic move. But what Ooh, I hadn't been told what <laughs> yeah. I hadn't been told ahead of time That's uh, what you have
0: to reply to any nude with is Ooh uh, misses.
2: That's right. What I hadn't been told ahead of time was that his sister who he lived with was going to be in oh. at the time. Um, And had also formed the impression that this was not a kind of like bawdy day booty call, but was in fact uh, his new girlfriend. So she sits me down and starts telling me stories about him when he was a kid and making me endless cups of tea and trying repeatedly to get me to take my coat off. Yeah, to
0: pretend the 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 thing is. although this situation is incredibly bawdy just not it's bawdy it, yeah, it's yeah bawdy. it was, a, it's it was absolutely, a bawdy thing
2: to have yeah. happened <laughs> so I was I was not trapped physically in my coat but metaphorically I was very much trapped yeah, in my morally. coat and it was really hot in the flat as well she kept saying like aren't you hot? and I was like no honestly I'm much more comfortable like this and it was a proper winter coat as Amazing. well,
1: mm, like un- yeah. buttoned right I'm up. To underwear under a duffel coat is quite funny. <laughs> yeah,
2: but it was. It was. Milo, it was February. What am I going to do? I'm not going to uh, dance yeah, around in a like trench coat <laughs> yeah, yeah. <absolutely. laughs> um,
1: yeah. I'm just. I'm just imagining you in a, You in a changing room. The staff of River Island coming in and like, there's blood everywhere. Your severed arm is on the floor and you're out of the dress. <laughs> and then they're like, "Why didn't you just cut the dress?" And you're like, "Now you look." <laughs>
3: <laughs> you shut
2: the fuck up.
1: <laughs> it's still good. Yeah. Bit of vanish on that. Fact,
2: I'm going to buy it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: no, I'm wearing it out, all right? Even if you have to get the jaws of life to fucking extricate me from this thing.
2: And I'll be taking my arm with me, thank you. Mm-hmm, yep,
0: yeah. just bag that up separately.
1: That's right. Um, so Jerry and Elaine um, are in uh, Jerry's apartment. Um, Elaine's announcing that her and Fred are going to go and do some volunteer work at the church and then Jerry's like, that's the holiday spirit volunteer work, people being helped and not by me I'm like,
2: yeah sure. That's a, that's a... <laughs> Milo <laughs> no, Not to, not my to like, spoil to this <laughs> but
1: like, she doesn't
0: end up doing any of the volunteer work and w- what if this is like what if, what if this has saved her from sort of a Kool-Aid situation mm. is my question mm. Yeah, doing some volunteer impossible. work at, in on, on the compound in Guyana. Mm.
2: Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you know you Just don't want to. be
0: honest, prior to like the, the cultural touchstone of like uh Jamestown or Jonestown, I say Jamestown. Um prior to that, right, if somebody said, Oh, do you wanna go and like hang out in this compound in Guyana, it's really chill vibes. I think you might, you know, you might go. Oh, that does sound nice, actually. Yeah, yeah. like a compound. Yeah,
1: yeah, it does sound nice. Um, but yeah, when Charles Especially Taylor invites year. me to hang out at yeah. this compound,
0: yeah, socially distanced, uh, you know, COVID support bubble <laughs> at Jonestown. Yeah, that's right. They they were in a bubble. That's true. That's true. An ever shrinking bubble. Hmm. Sort of like a sort of like battle royale.
2: Imagine some like a local Lib Dem like pra- like praising the- like praising one of the kind of the sort of desert suicide cults, just being like, look, all right, at least they were taking precautions and shielding very, very seriously.
0: Well that's what Leo Ryan was trying to do before they killed him. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm. <laughs> he knew. He knew what was coming.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. The ATF shouldn't have tried to get into the Waco support bubble. That's right. Um,
2: This is my emotional support cult. That's right.
0: That is right. So Jerry feels like they're all emotional support cults.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's.
2: I. I feel like that was more profound than I intended it to be. It was Mm. just supposed to be a stupid joke. But uh, yeah.
1: Damn. You. You just can't stop knocking them out of the park, even when you're not trying. Um, Jerry is examining uh, Elaine's Christmas card, and then he's like. I think I see a nipple. And then Elaine's freaking out. She's like, that is my nipple. She's like, you go through your whole life taking painstaking efforts to make sure no one sees your nipple. And then now suddenly a hundred people see it. Um, and she's saying that she's basically sent this card to everyone, including her 10 year old nephew and her boss. Kramer comes mm-hmm.
0: in. It's it's one of the classic sort of like uh, Seinfeld visual gags where you never actually see the photo.
2: Yeah. Because it would make it so much less funny if you saw it. I think yeah. you just have to imagine how much of the nipple it is. I'm sure Milo was imagining it yeah. Uh, feverishly. Yeah,
1: if you saw JLD's nipple, there's nothing funny about that. No, you know, Haunting, you just have perhaps, to take some personal like... time. Yeah, no, it's not. yet. sure.
2: As as we do find out, at least one of the recipients does. Mm-hmm. Can I just interject really, really quickly? Um, I've just been looking up the thing about Naomi Campbell. <laughs> Um, So what happened was uh, two people showed up at her house in the middle of the night and gave her this pouch of diamonds and said that they were a present from Charles Taylor. And she says she showed them to her friend, Jeremy Ratcliffe, who was the director of Mandela's Children's Charity. Um, and said, mm. Well, the stones just look like dirty looking pebbles. So she gave them to this this guy, her friend, the charity director, and said, We'll just do something with these. So it's even <coughs> funnier than I remembered. Like a rejected
0: gift that yeah. is also like conflict <laughs> That's also, diamonds. Also
2: conflict diamonds. They yeah. like still have
0: the blood on them, and you're like, ew.
2: That's how socially conscious she is. She rejects the blood diamonds. She sends it back.
1: Mm. Yeah, not cool mm. enough.
2: Yeah. Yeah, She has hated a man enough to give give him his diamonds back.
1: Yeah, Mm-mm. give me regular diamonds next time,
2: please. Yeah, um. little dirty little pebbles.
1: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, so yeah, anyway. Raymer comes in, uh, they show him the card, and he's like, oh, I didn't notice your nipple there. And then Jerry's like, well, let's see how noticeable that she is. And then he goes and gets Newman. And he's like, take a look at this card. What do you notice about it? And he's like, oh, your nipple's out straight away. They're like, oh, okay. He's like, is there anything else? He's like, no, Leave. Newman comes in. Newman Great. leaves. Perf- perfect Newman. Yeah. Yeah. A minimal Newman. Perfect Newman. Absolutely. He arrives
0: on scene. Gets a, gets like a cheer from the studio audience. Mm. Says that's a nipple. Leaves.
2: Yeah. yeah. That's
0: what being best, a podcaster like, best, is. Like Newman
2: like Newman in the nineties. Best job in the world. Oh yeah. Like, paid a huge amount of money to scene steal for five minutes at a time.
0: That that struck me too, and especially here, you get paid like presumably like the full appearance fee. For two lines.
2: For yeah, your nipple showing. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. And totally
0: deadpan too. I
2: don't I don't want to disrespect the actor's craft, but I could do that. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Easy. You
0: know, no, nobody's doing identify like a, you know, a in, inside the actor's studio thing with James Lipton about like, you, what's the process? What's the method that brought you to saying, yeah, your nipple showing? And then I would, I
2: would love it if Wayne Knight of all of them was just like, yeah, full method, full Strasbourg. He
0: actually trained uh, for eight months to be able <laughs> yeah. to go, yeah, your nipple showing.
2: Yeah, he actually became a US postal worker. Yeah, for years, mm-hmm. just absolutely. to identify nipples. <clears throat> Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's part of the job. It's part, yeah, of, the, it's, it's part a craft. of the training.
0: It's a craft. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, you think you could just uh, send any kind of Joe nobody mm. out and say like identify a nipple? They couldn't do it.
0: Mm. No, you have to get inside the emotional state that Newman is
1: is is you know experiencing at that point. Yeah, because the post is also like Instagram. You're not allowed to send nipples. They have to. They have to be trained to root <laughs> feel, them out. I
0: feel like that's. That's more of a sort of rule that's more honoured in the breach than the observance, right? Like,
2: (laughs) Can can you not post nipples on Instagram?
1: Not female ones.
0: Yeah, female presenting nipples, as I recall, was the phrase. Mm.
2: Female presenting nipples, that's a a creepy phraseology. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I think what they did was they tried to be trans-inclusive and then fell directly (laughs) on their face. And what they came up with was uh, female presenting nipples females
1: love to present their nipples that's true
2: so can a trans woman who has not had top surgery mm. can she can she show her nipples on instagram
0: i feel as if like not to get uh into like legal positivism here but i feel <laughs> as if the reason why it's female presenting nipples is so that they can just decide whatever they want is female presenting <laughs> Like yeah. it's sort of like uh, as presenting a, as as assumed by us, the moderators.
1: Mm. do like the the inverse of self ID. Like, no, you are whatever. Exactly. I Exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, just as little biological essentialism, but just based on like the eyeballing of a guy. Um, yeah, based on like vibes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: Nipple vibes. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do, yo,
0: do my nipples pass or not?
1: <laughs>
2: what gender would you say these nipples are
0: mm, yeah
2: mm.
1: Oh, trick question those yeah. are
2: cat
0: <laughs> doing like randomized trials to see if like Instagram moderators can identify someone's gender by their nipples
2: yeah
1: all all managed by Wayne Knight
2: who is the the nipple master general
1: that's right the nipple finder the nipple finder mm-hmm. uh, <clears> that's right yeah, we then cut back to uh Dana and George and, and now she is trying to help George pull his jacket off. And then she looks at her watch and goes, Yeah, we're gonna have to stop. Um and then George Yeah, is- she
0: has become Newman Pill not Newman Pilled, she's become Costanza pilled. Mm, she, uh, has. she she's just become embroiled in this in this zip saga. Yeah. I hate to become embroiled. Nobody's ever embroiled in anything good.
2: Don't embroil mm. me. I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess you could yeah, be embroiled in like, is like negative,
0: like you could you could be embroiled in a body situation because I feel like the mm. the like uh, you know the coat and the underwear thing that's a situation in which you're embroiled and while it wasn't pleasant obviously it was like you know that that that's a that's a comic situation you're embroiled in. Mm.
2: But like, it's still a bad thing to be embroiled. That's true. Like, that's like true. No one ever says like. Can like I go after, out
0: and get embroiled tonight. Yeah, yeah. like
2: on, on, their, on their wedding day. <laughs> it's like I've, I'm now like they embroiled in this marriage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think It'd be very funny if you did.
2: It would, yeah. Getting yourself into one of these situations where like your where like your new wife or husband's very like very offended at you saying embroiled. It'd be like, no, I'm reclaiming it. Embroiled is a good thing now.
0: <laughs> yeah, embroiled is a slur, but I'm reclaiming it.
2: Yeah, exactly. Mm. As an embroilee
0: you mm-hmm. can only
1: say if you've yeah, been she, embroiled she, she. yeah a person of embroilage mm.
2: yeah yeah you should it's be able to an, ex-broil
1: yeah. yourself from a situation as well when you're done I with it you need to
2: have the <laughs> lived experience of being embroiled
1: yeah like you know g-
2: except of course ex- actually except of course here we call it imbrilled. Im- so yeah
1: that's right mm. you're on a you're on a date and you're just texting my fr- your friend being like oh this is going really badly. can you show up and ex-broil me from this <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Um. Anyway, so um. Yeah, and then and then George is like, "Oh, my mother's gonna pay for the session," and then he spots Elaine's Christmas card. Um. Meanwhile, Jerry and the nipple. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Jerry is because he's an expert. Jerry is driving his car, and I had to rewind this bit because it's over so quickly. Um, and he is like scratching the side of his nose, and Tia in a taxi happens to pull alongside him. Sees through the window that it's Jerry, interprets that as him picking his nose, and then he's like, No, okay, this is where the episode started yeah, this, to this lose is, me.
0: Yeah, this this v- sequence really isn't very clear. It's like the fucking Zapruder film. Like
3: <laughs>
0: I, I genuinely wasn't sure what had happened until later. Like that she was she had thought she had seen him
1: picking his nose mm-hmm. and is horrified. Yeah. Yeah. Because apparently that's the thing women in the 90s in New York were horrified by. Like, no no woman in the Mm. 90s in New York would go out with a man who's ever picked his nose. Ever? Yeah, as soon as you find out a man's picked his nose, that's it. It's over.
2: I think if you are an extremely hot and extremely humorless model, I think that you can make that your your deal breaker. I suppose. Yeah. I I, I kind of feel like she is not somebody who at this point in her life has to sort of say, oh, okay, fine, fine. She does not look like she has to settle for any of this shit. Like, she's already settled by dating a comedian. So I feel like if a comedian who picks his nose, I think that's too far.
1: Yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, it just seems
0: like such a small thing. And yet...
2: See I see I don't think it's the act I think it is the context I think it's the fact that he doesn't see anything off with picking his nose in a taxi which is like oh, somebody's she's place in the taxi of work.
1: he's driving
2: Yeah and she yeah okay, isn't he in another taxi
1: no, no, he's, he's driving, driving the car. Yeah.
2: Oh, okay, okay, well, forgive me. Okay, but it's still... You're trying to like, go all like workers his... fucking
1: on this one.
2: Yeah, that's right, that's right. It's anti-worker to pick your it's, nose it's, in a taxi. Yeah, it's, also, it's also doing
0: kink in public. No one else has <laughs> consented right. to, to see right. you pick your nose. You
2: know they, no, they have not. <laughs> no nose-picking at Pride. That's yeah. <laughs> right. Um yeah, yeah, okay, fine if he's driving, but also like why would you pick your nose when you're driving?
0: Well he didn't. Oh, that's a the great thing. thing. He's, he's falsely time, accused. Be he's been he's no. been falsely accused.
2: No you, nose, you no, you gotta pick your nose, wait until you get home. And
1: what is the charge?
2: <laughs>
1: Enjoying <laughs> yeah. a succulent This pig? is democracy <laughs> manifest. Yeah. That's right.
2: Look, I think it's a Jacu's situation here. I mm. don't think you pick your nose in your car. I know he's not picking his nose; he's just scratching it. But to me, I think it's—I think that's academic.
0: Sort sort of like better to to convict ten yeah. innocent men than let the guilty go free.
2: Yeah, that's what I think.
0: Yeah, but only mm.
2: about nose picking.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, mm. yeah. Phoebe scratched That's her like, nose twice inc- <laughs> during that particular
2: Yeah, I know it's because my nose it's making my nose itch. Mm. It's all Jerry <laughs> it's Seinfeld's fault. It's making my nose itch. <laughs> um Yeah, no, I'm I am a committed carceral thinker, but only for nose pickers.
1: Mm. Mm. Yeah, we love to think carcerally. Um yeah. so, uh, Yeah, so then he gets... It's very
0: funny to talk about, by the same logic as ex-broiling yourself, to talk about prison breaks as, like, ex-carcerating someone.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's cool. I think we should... um, That's right. Yeah, we should do more, like, uh, opposites of words that exist.
0: Oh, totally. Absolutely.
1: I think you should be... That that sentence didn't really make sense, but I'm glad that you understood what I meant. Um, You should be able to be heveled.
2: Yeah. Mm.
1: Feeling very camped today. Yeah. I'm super gruntled today.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not like I'm not overwhelmed, I'm not underwhelmed, I'm just whelmed. Just whelmed. Mm. I'm on mm. an even whelm, whelmed keel. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That's right.
0: Very camped, I'm very shoveled. Mm.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. 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 It's all good. I think. I think.
2: I think you can be kempt. I think kempt is is.
0: Well, you'd say well kempt, wouldn't you? Like, no,
2: I don't
1: think you would say like kempt on its own.
2: I think don't people say well kept
1: rather than well kempt? Yeah,
2: well kempt. You can say well kempt. I think Hmm. well kept is a different because well kept means like aging well. I think.
0: Yeah. No, well, yeah. Well, 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 it's well, it just well, well is like the kind of thing that like your mum would say in the sense of like don't you look smart kind of thing. Like you've combed
1: your hair that day. When you're wearing a little sailor outfit and holding a big yeah, lolly. Exactly. Exactly.
2: <gasps> look at me, mother, see me twirl. Yeah. Answer.
1: Yeah. Yeah, why?
0: Listen, listen, I'm just like you. I get up, I get up in the morning, I drink my coffee, I put on my little sailor suit. <laughs>
2: I have my little shot of coronavirus, and then I <laughs> tempt myself up. <laughs>
1: yeah, a little treat, a little treat, yeah. I saw a, I saw a tweet the other day where someone was like, "Why does Why does Wes Anderson always look like he's just secured a treat from mother?"
3: And then a series of, of
0: Wes
1: Anderson. And I was like, "Oh wow, yeah,
0: he does make some mother's treat ass films. I'll say he that does, for him. Yeah, huge fan. He does.
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah, like I like I like I um." I'm not keen on the uh, Wes Anderson backlash. I think it's bullshit.
3: Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. That's, my,
2: that's my position. Yeah, she's about to have a front. I think, I think it
0: depends. Yeah, I think yeah. I think it depends what we're backlashing to. Like the Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou, for instance. That that deserves some backlash. Oh, uh,
2: I like the Life Aquatic. I'm oh, sorry. I
0: don't. I I'm don't.
2: Sorry, it it
0: bangs. The, the 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 Grand Budapest Hotel, though, that doesn't deserve any backlash. Uh, uh, so this, this is interesting.
2: Lash. We are uh, we are the uh, op- we are the obverse and Oh, Did you, you not obverse? like? Did I you find it, it too twee? It. I hated the Grand Budapest Hotel. I absolutely hated it.
1: Phoebe's always I mean, hated
0: Hungarians. Th- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the main difference between the two, as far as I can tell, is that like nobody calls anybody a faggot in the Grand Budapest Hotel, which does lose some of the edge, right? Like for better yeah. and for worse.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Yeah, God, Wes Anderson is weird about India, though, isn't isn't he? He's got a mm. he's got an odd little also odd true little set of feelings about India. But mm. it's like I'm generally pro, I'm generally pro Wes, and I don't care. I don't give a shit. Mm. I prefer mm. I, I prefer
0: a Wes Anderson to like a PT Anderson. I'll say that much.
2: Mm. I or to um, a Wes I realized streeter. the other day. I realized the other day that I uh, am constantly confusing. Paul Thomas Anderson with uh, uh the other one who has a very very similar name who uh directed uh who puts Mila Jovovich in everything because he's married to her.
0: Oh, um classic. Is it the res-
2: is it the Resident Evil film that I'm thinking of?
0: A Paul W S Anderson.
2: Paul W S yeah. Anderson who I think has been Trading on the false assumption that he is the same person as Paul Thomas Anderson. Well, the, in- <laughs> the
0: W, is short for Wes, of course. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah right.
2: but basically for his entire career, I think he just like I think he just like wanders into parties and wanders into meetings and just everyone's just like, oh, so.
0: Yeah, if you want to make <laughs> it big a in fan Hollywood, of your work, sir. yeah, I'm gonna make a, like a bunch of very whimsical films under the stage name uh, PTWS Anderson, Paul Thomas Wes Anderson.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm sorry. I just.
2: I think. I just think that must be what has been happening and just like and then the studio just being really confused it's like okay but he also he wants to cast mila jovovich and there's a lot of steampunk
3: mm.
1: in this
2: which is it, it's not what we expected but it, you get paul thomas anderson he's an artist we've got to let him work
1: yeah that's right Paul. They actually mila jovovich is married to everyone who's vaguely called something like paul wes anderson um, it's like yeah,
0: she a yeah. got in all those
1: like cult marriages to every Paul Anderson. what's <laughs> yeah, that? Right.
2: The Jovovich polycule. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like
0: an airport thriller. It does. Wes yeah. Paul <laughs> Thomas Anderson. <laughs>
3: um,
1: yeah, that's right.
0: Please, Wes Anderson was my father. Call me Paul Thomas Wes Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That
2: Wes is actually his regnal name. His real name is Henry.
1: <laughs> that's correct. Um so uh Jerry and George are in Jerry's flat and Jerry's complaining that T has not been returning his calls since she saw him uh picking his nose and then uh, or or rather he's contesting that it wasn't a pick but a scratch. Uh him and George are then debating what constitutes picking your nose and George is like, Was there any nostril penetration? Um and then Jerry's like, Does the Bible say thou shall not pick? And then George is like, Moses was a picker. You can't trek through the desert for that long with that dry air and not pick your nose. Um, Elaine comes in.
0: Sure. Although that's really, really, that's not the issue here, though. Like, mm. it's not that whether or not you should ever pick your nose. I think it's the, like, getting caught doing it and, like, picking it in your yeah. car.
2: Yeah. I, yeah I, I don't think the issue is whether or not Moses think would have done it. Yeah. Like, Moses was living in a different time. He probably did a lot of fucked up stuff. Mm. He probably stood too close to interns at the at the, the holiday <laughs> of parties. we're cancelling it Moses a,
0: now. A, you know,
2: he probably used some not very fashionable language. You know, it was a different time. <laughs> He's a big fan
0: of the early uh, Wes Anderson movies, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wes Anderson just...
2: Like the just... madmen like mad treatment of Moses. It's yeah. like, look, all right, it's the different period. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you have to judge him <laughs> by the standards of his time. Yeah, Moses bringing down a first draft of the Ten Commandments on some stone tablets that are just like riddled with racial slurs for no reason. <laughs> I was like, you might want just, to just redraft these a bit, Moses. Um. So uh, yeah, Elaine comes in. Uh, the card is the card is everywhere, all over the office. People are calling her Nip, um, which out of context which, sounds like kind mm, of a cute nickname.
0: Well, th- it, it, like I don't know. I feel like this is one of those things where you couldn't like that's that's a that's mm. sexual harassment, surely.
2: Yeah, I feel like it. I feel like it's straying into the sexual harassment.
1: Yeah, it's pretty mm-hmm. weird.
2: Yeah.
0: It's, it's it's sort of a don't do this slide in a and like a mandatory presentation. <laughs> yeah. you know, don't 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 refer to your female coworker
2: now, that way. Now, everyone tell me what was wrong with the nickname we gave Elaine. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um uh, no, it's not it's, Anyway. Um so, uh George's <laughs> I I was about to say something and I was like, no, we're not going there. Um uh, George is complaining that he hasn't received a Christmas card. Um,
2: also, bearing in mind that they are supposed to be a publishing company, I feel like they should have come up with some better wordplay, like, I don't mm. know, like, Nipper Gore or something.
1: Nipper Gore. Mm. Yeah, ironically, Tipper Gore would have been very anti the Nipple Christmas card. That's yeah. true. That's true.
2: I haven't got any more of these, but, you know, feel free to jump yeah, in. N- with Nip own.
1: Van Winkle. Um, Nip Van
2: Winkle, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm,
0: yeah. I got nothing here, believe me. <laughs> okay. Mm. Yeah. My, my my supply of like nipple based puns <laughs> is fairly short at the best of times.
2: WB
1: Oh yeah, that's that's quite good.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. I I like that. Yeah. Mm. Mm. mm.
2: I'm happy with that. Please yeah. no, they're continue. not they're, they're not they're not a very
0: like literary publishing company, are they? They just no,
2: they do no, like they're, they're not. No.
1: Copywriting. Yeah, makes yeah. sense to me, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Um so uh George is complaining he hasn't received a card and then Elaine is like, Oh, you want a card? Here's your card, and then shoves George's face into her tits. Um, I would also uh-huh. like a card.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Just putting it out there.
1: Uh Judah mm-hmm. Lou Dreyfus, if you're listening, I haven't received a Christmas card from you. <laughs>
2: It's very funny that his, like, what remains of his hair just, like, sticks up and he just looks so, like, dispirited and disconsolate after, <laughs> after it. You, you read that
0: as disconsolate? I thought it was kind of like he was, like, shell-shocked in a good way. Yeah, like that's it, it, I was his, reading. his hair had been, like, blown back like the THX guy.
2: No, I think he's, I, I think he looks like, like, something really, like, he's really miserable. He looks like the boss Maybe
1: he's from missing Susan after that. Yeah, he's probably that's, missing that's Susan. True. Mm. Yeah. Am I allowed to motorboat this other woman while I'm missing Susan? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Kramer comes in. He smells the ocean scent on Elaine, um, starts losing his mind again. And then Jerry decides he's going to call the modeling agency in order to see what's up with uh, what's up with Tia. Um, he calls and discovers that she's at Calvin Klein in New York. So Jerry and Kramer decide to go down there.
2: So, by the way, this is weird behavior as well. If someone doesn't want to speak to you, you leave them alone. You don't also, show up at their place of work.
0: Well, also for her agency to just... Uh, she He doesn't even, like, say who he is or anything, and they just, like, t- <laughs> give out her, like, location at yeah, that current time.
2: Yeah, especially since she is, like... She is a relatively well-known model, and mm-hmm. it's presumably not mm-hmm. insane the idea that she might have a slightly... Well...
0: Well, I mean, she this is does. how Charles yeah, Taylor got Naomi Campbell the diamonds. as he just called her agency, and is like, yeah, can you tell me where Naomi Campbell is right now? <laughs> yeah, I've got
1: some pebbles for her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some uh, that conflict pebbles.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, that, would be, that would be funny to get a gift of, like, something that's as, as immoral as a conflict diamond, but not as valuable. Like, uh, like another another a
0: conflict sapphire. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, A conflict zirconia. Like another thing extracted <laughs> in the same way. Anyway, so
2: We're just like little kind of, little kind of vial of like palm oil. Mm. <laughs> mm.
1: This yeah. is a this is a conflict lube. Um... It's bad, but it's not shiny. Yeah, that's conflict myrrh. Mm. Yeah, that's oh, what they don't tell you about the three kings.
2: Yeah, that's the issue.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, one of them was Charles Taylor. <laughs> it was Charles Taylor, Joseph Coney, and Idi Amin. The three. <laughs> <laughs> the three kings in the story. <laughs> Why do you think it's called the Lord's Resistance <gasps> Army? <laughs> Very religious and named man. Named after a kid he met once. Yeah, yeah that's right. it's a remarkable young man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that would be very funny to imagine them all showing up to meet Jesus, and it's just Riley in the little outfit. <laughs> uh.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, George and- lovely stuff. Yeah,
1: George and Great. Susan are at the, are at the cafe. Um, I love how in Seinfeld there's only one cafe. I respect that so much.
2: It's the yeah, cafe Central they Park. go to. Mm. Like I that's that's fine. That's like that's that's a fine thing to have like a local. But because they're Americans, they don't go to the pub, so they don't have a local. Mm. This is fine. This is fine. This is not an an objection.
1: Going out for a pint of coffee.
2: <laughs> I think it's I think it's weirder that apparently they can just I know like George isn't working at the moment mm. and Jerry doesn't have a job, but um or Jerry doesn't have a real job. Mm-hmm. But, like, how and is how Elaine just, like, wandering? <laughs> yeah, I've waiting for you to, to, to pick mm-hmm. up on that. Um, how is Elaine just, like, wandering out of her office, just, like, in the middle of the day to, like, well, she's, hang she's out? she's <laughs> waiting
0: for the sexual harassment suit to pay yeah, off. Yeah, uh, okay,
2: yeah. Hmm. Wearing, I mean, wearing be... my
0: sexual harassment suit. I'm
1: the fair, same as you. you I, I get up every morning.
2: <laughs> I'm
0: stuck. The zip is stuck on my sexual harassment suit. But the second I get me one to try and yeah. help me, Your
1: Honor, I can't take it off. I've tried. <laughs>
2: <laughs> to be fair, if you manage to um, be on the receiving end of some like non-traumatic sexual harassment at work, you're sitting pretty. Because what <clears> are they going to do? You don't have to do any work. They're not going to fire you. They can't.
3: Hmm.
0: Yeah, cuz that then that's constructive dismissal, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So mm.
2: like you get like a kind of it's annoying like the, nickname because everyone saw your nipple.
0: Yeah, and then you just it's, it's like the uh the first world war thing where you get like a wound that's bad enough to get you sent home yeah. but like not bad enough to really badly injure you.
2: Yeah, and you, you end up mm. next to Siegfried Sassoon in the <laughs> in the veterans hospital. Exactly. And you're, and you're grand. Yeah, pretty yeah. good. Like, that's how reparations should work. Like, just mm. every every woman in a workplace is entitled to a mild sexual harassment suit and doesn't have to do any work. That, to me, is feminism. Yeah. <laughs> in,
1: in the trenches the night before going over the top, pointing a revolver at my own penis, going, oh, I wish there was an easier way of doing this. Hmm. <laughs> 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 um, so... Uh, yeah, so George and Susan are at the cafe. Uh, George is trying to convince uh, Susan to go back out with him. He's like, it'll be different this time. She's like, I need someone more stable. Then he's like, "He's like, I've changed. I'm super stable. I'm like a rock. You put some glasses on a rock, it'd look just like me. He's like, and I've changed a lot. He's like, you know, just the other day I had a soft-boiled egg and I enjoyed it so I never liked soft-boiled eggs before. Um, and then she says, I'm not a soft-boiled egg. Uh, and he says, and I am not toast. Uh, then I mean I, you, great you sure.
2: can't can't argue with that
0: no no, no. fantastic also writer. his
2: his comparison of an outwardly like his example rather of an outwardly incompatible couple as being Louis Pasteur and his wife is the, the, brilliant. I think
1: this is honestly They're the funniest so thing that has ever been said in oh, Seinfeld e- easily, <laughs> gonna, yeah. easily
0: because he yeah he talks about how Louis Pasteur was like inventing pasteurization while his wife was in the in the kitchen with a boot on each hand killing cockroaches <laughs> like, Pasteur that is a funny one? enough image to
1: like carry the whole episode for yeah. me. And then she's like why were there so many cockroaches and he's like from all the leftover milk from the experiment yeah.
2: and, it's, and it's anything which indicates that uh, that Costanza has been alone with his particular and singular brand of lunacy coming up with what he thinks is an excellent analogy and a really really persuasive analogy and the first incompatible couple he thinks of is Louis Pasteur and his cockroach killing wife it's just it. It's just a flawless bit of writing. Like whoever, great. like I, I think whoever wrote that just like shouldn't have to like the like the women in the office shouldn't have to work ever again. Mm. I think they should just be able to point to that and just be like, <laughs> make me, yeah, make me produce,
1: yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah. Did did Louis Pasteur and his wife get along? We don't know. Um.
2: I, th- I, think, I don't think that's important. Yeah. Well, I think
1: partly what's funny about it is that just, why would you know anything about Louis Pasteur's wife? Like, I barely know anything about Louis Pasteur, frankly. Hmm.
2: He's uh, the inventor of the noodle.
1: Oh, okay. All oh, right. Yeah, I see. Uh-huh. I see what you're doing. <laughs> Your contention is that the French for Pasteur is Pasteur. That's
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct.
1: Hmm. Um, hmm. It's one of my one of my bugbears. Are uh, both both Russian and Greek do this, which is they refer to pasta in general as macaroni, and you're like, no, that's a type of pasta. You've got this wrong. Mm.
0: That is that mm, that is irritating. Yeah, mm. macaroni. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me just get some macaroni noodles. Yeah, that's right. Horrifying.
2: Horrifying. Disgusting.
1: Pasta and his mm. wife arguing about macaroni. But <laughs> well, she has a boot on each hand, yeah. <laughs> squashing the macaroni into the colander. Um, <laughs> right?
0: Does she also like? Is the idea that she then has like regular boots on as well, and she's like engaged in a sort of like a a Metal Gear sort of like cockroach genocide, mm. where she's like,
2: yeah, using th-
0: every limb. Mm. I
2: think Louis Pasteur's wife is doing puppy play, so that's why she's got a boot ah, on her face. I of her see, hands. I
0: see. That yeah. makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. She's
1: like Pluto yeah. the dog. She's got a shoe on each limb. Doing puppy play as
0: Pluto the dog is possibly <laughs> the worst thing I I've ever imagined.
2: What mm. about Clifford? A goofy. Yeah, no, that's worse. That's Gosh. worse. Goofy puppy play is the worst thing that anyone has ever said. Thank you, which Alice. Mean, which means it's real, right? So, like, obviously, oh, yeah, like, people do this. it's definitely
1: real. I, yeah, I, Great. I did once see a meme which had a picture of like Goofy like snapping his sort of braces on it, um, and uh, the the text was face down, ass up. That's the way we like to hyuck. Um and I- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
2: Oh no, I hate that. I hate that a lot. Yeah, it's
1: not it's not great. Um anyway. Hmm. Uh so uh <laughs> we we cut to Trump Tower. Beautiful building, yes. biggest in New York now that nine eleven's happened. Um <laughs> uh, so we're at we're at the Calvin Klein office that's in Trump Tower apparently. Um uh Kramer bursts in and finds Calvin Klein meeting Tia. Um and is like, I need to talk to you about this beach thing. And then so Calvin Klein sends Tia out and is like, fine, I'll discuss this with you. Um, Jerry is then outside protesting to Tia that he wasn't picking his nose. And she's like, I know what I saw, which is the best possible response to this. (laughs) Oh,
0: easily. But also, it kind of makes clear that, like, to a certain extent, the pick is like a pretext for her. Like, she just yeah. wants red. She wants
2: an excuse, yeah.
0: Yeah, she wants red. Yeah.
2: She wanted to get rid of him the second he said he was going to flush his t- tropical fish down the toilet.
1: hmm. Yeah, yeah. Jerry Seinfeld is a gaslighter and. Um, it's true. He's trying to make women disbelieve their own senses. Um, mm-hmm. He is like the Cartesian demon. um But this is the thing, right? Like, what's interesting about the picking nose as a pretext is both A, that it's a weird pretext, and B, that she never uses it as a pretext. She just, like, she just never speaks to him again. Which, like, Mm. you you can just do that without having a pretext.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah, he really forces the issue on it. Like, she's... You're right, it's not a pretext at all. She's just so horrified that she just like assumes he's going to commit like an honorable suicide rather than ever speak to her again. Mm. And and he's the one who like makes her like say it to him that this yeah. is why. Yeah.
2: But he still shouldn't show up at her place of work. I think No. Don't show up at someone's place of work ever. Mm.
0: Uh, not even if you work there, really. No, not mm. even if
2: you work there. In fact, if you do that, you're stalking. You're stalking. Yeah, your
0: office. that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I shouldn't do you're that. You're gang sta- What? What is an office if not gangstalking? Like your boss.
2: Yes. Yeah. That's right.
1: I'm just thinking about Jerry Seinfeld's seppuku being when you shove a sharpened finger right up your nose into your brain. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Mm. Something to think about. I was
0: absolutely, yeah. You can absolutely like that. That's such a like kid thing to believe. It's like, oh, dude, there was one kid who was like taking this exam and like put a pencil up his oh, nose the and killed in the himself. Sad. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, classic. Um, don't get kids' hopes up that it's that easy to kill yourself. You know. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, no, you got to
0: really commit. That's right. Yeah.
1: Calvin Klein is uh, talking to Kramer, and he's like, "You're very lithe and graceful, aren't you? You're spectacular." Um. And we then cut to Fred and Elaine, Uh, and Elaine's trying to explain that she missed a button on the on the blouse, and that's why the nipples visible. And he's like, "I don't see how you could miss a button like that." Um,
0: They're doing. I mean, to be honest, neither do I. Like that's that doesn't quite make sense to me. Mm.
1: It's interesting, isn't it? I think Seinfeld likes doing this, um, you know, Plutarch's parallel lives thing. Where like Seinfeld mm. and one of the other characters will be involved in a kind of mirror image dispute with someone in different yeah. places at the same time.
2: And and speaking of the parallel lives, but they both give what can only be described as uh, Oh, what are they called? When you do like a big speech, oh, I've got COVID. I've they, got COVID they like in the declaim brain. the yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm. they both do like decl Like they both do like declamatory. Uh, declamatory mm-hmm. speeches they both get in the adlocutio, and mm-hmm. uh and they both and they both speak then in this uh in the kind of the parallel back and forth quite in, this and in this extremely in this extremely amusing kind of biblical like language and i think that's i think that's another piece of just very excellent writing
3: yeah uh,
1: mm-hmm.
2: we get this when they're declaiming
0: we get- Keterum Kenseo uh fucking TO I don't remember the rest of it. Yeah.
1: Never mind. Ignore me, pretend I didn't we say that decline.
2: No, I'm, no, you said it and it's good. Mm.
1: Thank you. Uh well we cut to George and Susan climbing the stairs girls to her apartment. Girl supporting girls. <laughs> That's right. And uh George looks upset. This is like the big the big twist of the episode is George gets on the stairs to the apartment and he's like, Oh no, what have I done? You had breakup madness, George. Um mm-hmm. He remembers that he's he's like
0: horrified by her for whatever reason. It's never actually explained why.
1: Yeah, it's a curious one because Susan seems like cool and pretty hot, you know. She's, she's suddenly,
0: yeah, th- he associates those steps with pegging. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> there's mm-hmm. nothing. Uh, there's
2: nothing wrong with her. He just can't stand her. Like he's mm. like he is. He is a person who is like categorically incapable of contentment or happiness so but he's even, like one of those
0: cats that wants to go in and then come back yeah, out And yeah, yeah yeah
2: he's definitely he's definitely that but also the fact that she's like nice and she's got a good job and she's good looking and she likes him is like anathema to him that's like that's that's the most offensive thing that she could be that what he wants is someone who who hates him because mm. then he's got something to strive for uh, because again he i'm has, right like,
3: here
2: <laughs> 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 because he's got something 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 wrong with him and he's a sub yeah because he's a, he's a sub but he's also incapable of uh, of contentment so mm. the reason that he can't bear her is because there's nothing about her not to be able to bear so that's precisely what he hates about her
0: mm. sure he's yeah.
2: a he's a complex man
0: also, also the fact that once he gets up, there, he's gonna have to like do the Disney puppy play,
1: like that. That I think that's also <laughs> yeah, that's depressing. There's also, you know, also that. Yeah. yeah, boot on each limb. Um, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Kramer's in his pants oh, in the Calvin Klein office, and they're being inspected by the sort of Calvin Klein board, um, <laughs> and they yeah, say that he has sublime this. buttocks. Um, yeah they
0: recognize his raw sexual charisma
2: they do they do like i think it's like i think a lesser show would have had them say like what are you doing here get out this is bullshit that's what they would have done on friends but because Mm. it is a superior show uh they understand his raw sexual charisma and Mm. this situation somehow ends up working out for him yeah um, I think so also like I, I love the casting of Calvin Klein because this is exactly what Calvin Klein is like
1: I don't know anything it's, it's about just, Calvin Klein to be honest with you
0: no me either actually he's
2: exactly he's exactly like that guy
0: for all I know, it could have been yeah, Calvin Klein. That was Klein. what I was thinking. Like, like this could
1: be Calvin Klein, I wouldn't know.
2: Oh, I don't I don't think it is, but he really is exactly like him.
0: It was it was a it was a small enough part that it was plausible that it could have oh, been a cameo
1: yeah. from a famous person to me. Yeah, that could have been Calvin uh, Coolidge. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look, look
2: this up. Uh, well, it's not Calvin Coolidge, is it?
1: It could have been um Calvin, the inventor of Calvinism. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and uh-huh. Calvin Ball. Yeah. Uh-huh, <laughs> Calvin uh-huh. Ball yeah, that's
1: right. It could have been Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Got any more?
1: Oh, I'm running out uh, of Calvin. It could have been John Calvin. Yeah.
2: Yeah, could have been Calvin Klein, the actor Kevin Klein's brother.
1: Yeah, it could have been, um it could have been a cow <laughs> no, that was giving it's a birth. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, keep going while yep. I look this no, up. I'm
1: not.
0: What other <laughs> spelling of Calvin? Does he spell it with a K?
2: Oh no no no! Kevin, Cl- Kevin Klein's brother is not called Calvin. That was just because they've got the ah, same ah
1: okay okay spelling, the same last name. <laughs> The Klein family are like the Kardashians. Every brother has a name beginning with K. <laughs> Chloe Chloe right. with a K was really an act of violence from the Kardashian oh, family. Yeah,
0: mm. that's true.
1: Yeah. Mm.
2: No, it's somebody called Nicholas Horman. Ah,
1: huh?
0: Mm. It's not unless that's Calvin Klein's like real his true name.
2: The name known only to God. Yeah. <laughs> only to God yeah. and the camels. Yeah, that's
1: mm-hmm. right. Yeah, you can't imagine people wearing Nicholas Hornman, can you?
0: Get a Calvin Klein dead name, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh,
2: that's right. um, it's like Nic- actually
0: really transphobic.
1: <laughs> Damn, I hate dead naming just Nicholas
2: Hornman is just an actor.
1: Oh. Yeah. Just a liar. Like, <laughs> yeah, just a professional liar. He's pretending to be Calvin Klein when he's not.
2: <laughs> he was born in Honolulu. Oh. Yeah.
1: He studied for, for 20 years to
0: assume the role of Calvin Klein in a sort of yeah. Stanislavski method. Now I've been wearing pants <laughs> yes. every
1: day for 20 years to get ready for this role. <laughs> um, And then Jerry it's is. It's really
2: difficult to find a picture of Calvin Klein mm-hmm. because if you. Just like if you Google Calvin Klein, it just like shows you Calvin Klein, like models and Calvin Klein yeah, clothes. Yeah, Cal-
0: Calvin Klein, the actual man, is so what I've, you want to so Google. So I've just Googled yeah.
2: Calvin Klein, the guy, to see yeah. if that be- and, and it's actually, I found it. like yeah. the rapper,
1: Calvin yeah. Klein, the guy. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, Donald Glover brackets Calvin Klein. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: I'd like it if the it's Wikipedia the page was like Calvin Klein brackets actual guy.
2: The guy not disambiguation,
1: yeah. Not Kevin Klein's brother, but Calvin Klein, the inventor of pants. (laughs) Not Calvin Coolidge, no, not not Calvin Coolidge, no. Um, I
2: didn't know that he was Marcy Klein's dad.
0: Who's Marcy Klein aside Uh, from the daughter of Calvin Klein?
2: uh, She's a TV producer, she was the producer of 30 Rock, Huh. Huh. huh?
0: And yet, he couldn't even cameo in Seinfeld. Marcy, Marcy Klein, also
1: call her in Germany, little Marcy.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, good. So at this point, Jerry is giving his like rising <laughs> rhetorical speech about picking the nose to, to tear as she attempts to get away. He's like, if we pick, do we not bleed? I am not just an animal.
0: Um Yeah, she's in a she's in the lift going down at this point, trying to get the doors to close <laughs> on him.
1: But you know, Jerry's persistent, we respect that. Um Elaine meanwhile is giving her own little rising rhetoric speech to the people at the office. She's like, Look, you may have seen my nipple, but the behavior you have displayed is far worse. I've seen the nipple of your soul.
0: Yeah, she's she's right and she should say it.
2: Mm. Yep. Yeah.
1: Adam's right.
0: She she hands Fred his ass on this one.
2: She yeah. does. Yeah, and this is
1: this is going to form the basis of her sexual harassment suit. Um, mm-hmm. So George, Jerry, and Elaine are now in the cafe, uh, and then George is explaining that he's climbing the stairs to Susan's apartment, freaks out, realizes that he needs to get out of there. He's like, "What do I do?" He's like, "I can't say that I want to leave." Um, and so he's like and then it hit me like a bolt of lightning he's like she goes to the bathroom when she comes out I'm picking my nose up to my wrist <laughs> beautiful the contention of Great. Seinfeld is that this just works on any woman if you pick your nose yeah. mm-hmm. they will break up with you immediately
2: yeah
0: absolutely <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he, he does so that he's doing it in like a particularly disgusting way though
2: yeah and also, he's only just managed to persuade her to get back together with him. Mm. He should be on his best behavior. He definitely shouldn't be mm-hmm. picking his nose in front of her. I think
0: you know, so- yeah, and like in her apartment, mm. yeah, on her
1: couch, yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, Don't
2: go in a woman's house and pick your nose. What
1: to meet a bloke? Yeah, you know, some men in the nose-picking community they get like a little line tattooed around their arm to show how far up their nose they can get. <laughs> um,
2: Yeah, I've I've had to do a number of lateral flow tests over the last couple of days. (gasps) This this is actually quite triggering for me and I'd appreciate (laughs) it.
1: Yeah, I really hate those. They're not great.
2: I hate them. I hate them. Mm. The throat ones are the worst.
0: All, all of all of this shit, you know, entering second year of the pandemic, and we haven't invented a better way of like reliably testing yeah. for the novella coronavirus. Mm. Yeah, like the, yeah. it's coming.
2: It's coming up to like a birthday party where it understands what's happening, and you're not just like kind of holding it up and like showing it to a bunch of like beaming relatives.
3: Mm, yeah.
1: I yeah. hate it when I get tested for the novella coronavirus and it turns out I've got Heart of Darkness by Joseph Conrad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> get diagnosed as being being the Great Gatsby. Oh yeah, probably, yeah. Probably
1: mm. Beat mm. on regardless. Um, uh, yeah, so Kramer comes in and he's showing them all his photo shoot for Calvin Klein, and the and George is like, "Your buttocks." He's got like his tremendous. dick outs in this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Elaine's like, "I think I see your," and then we cut. It's it's an it's an underwear ad. I mean, yeah. So
2: like, because I think the implication is that she's saying, "I think I see your nipple," but like that doesn't make any sense because of course you'd see his nipple. He's in an underwear ad. Well, I thought she Um, was going to say, "I think "I think I see
1: your nipple," as in like doing a
0: bit.
2: Uh, oh I think uh, I, see. I I I thought hey! it was like purely
0: you know I think I, I I see your your dick and balls here
2: Yeah I think oh, yeah. your sp- I think it's that's... I think it's one of those
0: I mean mm. what what what's the like comparable like nipples like like does it's, he have a the, ball it's the out ball. of the like, it's, yeah it's he's the got ball. like a that's loose the, testicle That's the, That's yeah. the
2: comparable because like like, so, like uh, like someone seeing your nipple, you don't want them to see your nipple. Like, that's not, like, it's not great, but it's not undignified. Like, a ball just, like, sticking out is, mm. that's even more undignified than getting stuck in the jacket, I think.
1: That's true. One of the most undignified yeah. tasks I ever had to do was, this is embarrassing to admit, one year I went, there's a group of male friends that I go on holiday with most years when there is not a global novella coronavirus pandemic, and, um... Uh, one of our friends uh, likes to every year buy some item of clothing that at least at one point on the holiday we have to wear and we get one mm-hmm. each of whatever it is. Now, one year this item of clothing was as popularised by Borat the Mankini.
2: I know what you're gonna say. Uh, and, of course it was. Uh, Horrifying. Of course it was.
1: Yeah. Neon green too. Uh, there were there were several colours. I think mine was white actually, but they everyone had a different colour. Um, and so we uh, the t- the Mankini candid Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> that's
2: right. The Mankini <laughs> Only priests of a certain brotherhood are allowed to wear the white mankini. <laughs>
1: that is right. And
0: Milo running for Senate. yeah, <laughs> mm.
2: Always. In a kind of purple-bordered... <laughs> I, I won't
1: vote for anyone who's not wearing a mankini, frankly. going to take note. Um, yeah, so at a certain point we decided it would be funny to take a picture of us all wearing these mankinis, like stood in a row, uh-huh. um, and post it on Instagram. However... Having taken the picture and I'm looking at it on my laptop, it becomes apparent that there is far too much pubic hair in this picture for it to possibly be posted on any kind of (laughs) social media. (laughs) And then I, I did what is possibly the most humiliating task I've ever undertaken, which is I photoshopped everyone's pubes out of the picture.
2: No! Oh! Please send yeah. me this picture immediately. It's, it's, it's on my
1: Instagram. You can find it. All right. Um, and it's, it's pube-free. I'm pretty good at Photoshop. so. Uh,
2: okay, let's have a just look. Just
1: take a note of that. Um, mm.
0: and- Photoshop time-lapse. Yeah. How far yeah. down
2: do I have to scroll before I'm going to see this? It's going to be like
1: 2018? I don't know, a while ago. Um, uh, We're close with a bit. Um, which is relevant to this, as uh, Jerry is talking about body body upkeep. You know, he's like hmm. the body needs a lot of maintenance. If it was a car, you wouldn't buy it. Eh. Yeah. Um And then and then he uh, is like, "How is it uh, that women will pour hot wax on their genitals and rip the hair out by the root and still be afraid of a spider?" It's like yo, going in on the concept of women.
0: That's right. What is does that? They've about? had it too easy for too long.
2: Although. Can I, just, can I just point out that, like, the two things are very different. One is about pain threshold, and the other thing is about creepy crawlies.
3: Mm,
0: the two yeah. things
2: are not connected. Also,
0: also, in Mr. Seinfeld, in your very own sitcom episode that we just saw, we reference Louis Pasteur's wife crushing cockroaches in a goofy-themed puppy play scenario. Like, yeah. Clearly, this is not a universal female
1: experience. Yeah, no. Fra- exactly. French women are built different. They would never, no, they would never sure. wax their pubes, and also they're not afraid of insects.
3: <laughs>
1: Louis, nah, a, Louis a of a lot of is place. not
2: not sc- Louis Pasteur's wife is not scared of no cockroaches or spiders.
0: No, absolutely.
2: Mm. Um, yeah, I think yeah, I think this is a failed analogy.
1: Mm. Mm. The, uh, I
2: can't find this picture.
1: Um, I can, I can find it. I'm still
2: you. looking. Okay. It's- oh no, got it. You got there it. There we go. Good, good grief.
0: Twenty eighteen was an interesting year. Yeah. In
2: fairness, this is a really nice place that you're staying. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. I I don't. I don't see any pubes. Look,
1: make a make a make some uh, friends at university with wealthy families, and then you know, stay at their. You know what they say? You know, uh, hire a man an Airbnb and he'll holiday for a summer, but. Uh, Make a man friends with uh, people with wealthy parents who own property abroad and he'll holiday for a lifetime.
2: I'm going to (laughs) put this on my Instagram story. Hang on.
1: We're going to share that photo. (laughs) Just adding some pubes back on in a sort of like retouching to see the original sort of like artwork thing. Yeah, adding a big pubes um, sticker from Instagram.
0: If, if, if you, if you x-ray this artwork, you'll see underneath that it originally contained a lot of pubes. Oh,
1: yeah.
2: I, I, I like that your friends have managed to avoid being tagged in this picture as well. They've
1: probably untagged themselves. What you want to do is you want to you want, to,
0: you, want to, you want to add the pubes and then do the classic like special forces like mm-hmm. black bar over the eyes so that you can't oh, identify yeah. any of the uh, any of the participants. Mm.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that's what the black wall. G- g- give guys it a little well
0: caption. Too. Yeah, give it a little caption like Task Force One Forty One, Carball Two Thousand and
1: Eighteen. <laughs> yeah, that's when we were all going to this. <laughs>
2: The spoiling of Afghanistan.
1: (laughs) We were all going to the secret cinema screaming of Borat in Kabul.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, this this place looks pretty nice. We should go there.
0: Kabul, yeah. (laughs) Uh,
2: (laughs) Yeah. No, Provence.
0: (laughs) Mm. Yeah, Provence. In many ways, ways, Provence (laughs) is the Kabul of of,
2: France. Yeah, okay. Okay.
1: That's right.
2: Yeah. I don't know, I'm not sure about this bit. I don't think it's a very strong end to the episode, but it's a strong episode, so I will forgive right
1: it. I mean, the Louis Pasteur bit alone. Yeah, that carries it, to <laughs> be honest. Beautiful yeah, stuff. Right. Like,
2: yeah.
0: uh, this is probably my favourite of the two episodes of Seinfeld I've seen.
2: But Didn't you watch like one from like season two with us?
0: I don't remember what the other one I watched with you guys was.
2: It was a long time ago. I think it was, it was. from season two. So I, I think don't think you've been. seen it from the, good, from the good time.
1: Yeah, I remember us mm. talking a lot about uh, a, a silly little car invented by the Nazis.
2: Yeah. But
1: I can't <laughs> like remember.
2: The, the, the precious little Volkswagen mm. that they used to say... <laughs> so you're telling me.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. Her, it's, very, it's very funny with that in mind to look back on the Herbie films as Herbie being a car possessed by the spirit of a Nazi.
2: <laughs> Look, all I'm saying,
1: Argentinian registered. <laughs> BW I, all beetle. I'm saying that
2: Herbie is very weird about where he was between 1931.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he could have been doing anything. We don't know.
2: Look, yeah, Herbie has been taken into custody by Israeli officials. That's all I'm saying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all Herb, I'm saying. Herbie has been kidnapped <laughs> okay. from a farm in Argentina.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it, it is going to inspire a seminal work of analytic philosophy in Herbie and Jerusalem.
3: <laughs>
2: Sorry. <laughs> I think I think we're I think we're done here. I've got yeah. to go and be like ill. <laughs>
1: Well it, uh, don't
2: be a little better.
1: It remains to us. only need to thank Alice very much for joining us.
2: Thank you so much.
1: <laughs> thank you for having me on. My pleasure. An absolute pleasure. Uh, Alice, is there anything you'd like to plug to our
0: loyal hogs? Oh well, uh, if if people don't already know, I have uh, many, many podcasts. So they can obvious. they can follow me. Yes, yes. They can follow me on Twitter at Alice Averzandom, and I have. Uh, I'm on Trash Future with you, Milo. I'm I on. Want? Well, there's your problem. Uh, yeah, and I'm and I'm on Kill James Bond. So listen to all of those. Mm. Yeah, and uh, just just continue thinking about Nazi, Nazi extradited Nazi war criminal Herbie the VW Beetle.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's all I ask from you is con- <laughs> c- just continue thinking about that.
1: Whilst I am technically sentient, I can only follow orders. I'm mechanical in operation. Doing a like
0: a a, this you on Herbie, where he's like in a paint job that's like an SS uniform.
1: He's just painted up like a Tiger tank. Big
0: <laughs> Yeah, is this or is this not you in Normandy in nineteen forty four? Yeah, big cannon
1: on the top, big swastika <laughs> on the bonnet.
2: <laughs> oh, okay.
1: Wonderful stuff. All right. Well, um well, uh, well. Yeah, Merry Merry Christmas, everyone.
2: Merry, Merry Merry Christmas. <laughs> yes, thank Merry you, Christmas. Thank you very much for listening to us this year. Mm,
1: it's uh
2: yeah, it's been good. Been
1: yeah. Fun. yeah, yeah. Well, please continue to do so. Uh, we hope that this Christmas you're visited by three Nazi Volkswagen Beetles on this Christmas <laughs> night.
0: A Nazi Volkswagen Beetle driven by Charles Taylor, and, and it, I mean,
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that's the mood. That's the masters of our domain. Christmas cards. That's
2: yeah. right
1: that is right. That's right that is right yeah if there were a Christmas kind it's all nipples all our nipples are out I've got a ball out
2: yeah yeah
1: yeah Phoebe and I both in mankinis
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> they, they it suits me rather less well but
1: yeah look you can carry it <laughs> off Charles Taylor not Joseph the, Coney Fritzel not
2: the, not, <laughs> not the, the right <laughs> shape for the mankini hope that Santa brings you a little pouch of dirty pebbles mm-hmm and yeah. Hmm.
1: Little day, Pebble. Next- See you later. See
2: you next week.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye.